Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, people, hold on, people. What is happening here? What is happening here? Welcome to On Point Radio. Sophisticated ladies. 2018, about to move to 2019. Dre in the building. Boy, I ain't gonna lie. We about to give sunshine a whole new attitude. Hello! <laughs> Now that number six zero five five six two zero four four four. Put that pin number in. What's that pin number, Dre? One four three three four three pounds. Then push one pound into the show. Start two to talk. Today's gonna be a That's good right. night. Yes. Indeed it is. Um, Wonder Dre. Ready for me to start? Start your show, Wonder Dre. Start your show. I apologize. I'm trying to get this thing working now. Technical difficulty, uh, but you started off. All right. Well, good evening out there to everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sophisticated Ladies. Guess what? I am that favorite host that brings you the most. You know what time it is. It's that girl again, that crazy girl on the airways again. You know what they call me. I am the superheroine of all radio. I am the queen troublemaker of the airways. I am the love doctor. That's right. That's right. It's me. I'm back. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I am so happy, so proud to be here today. So you heard the call out number. Make sure you call that number and push that pin number, which is 143-343-POUND, and press the star 2 if you want to join in on the conversation because I got some subjects that we're going to talk about that everybody can like join in and say, listen, it's a converse with Wonder Dre. That's right, converse with Wonder Dre. Listen, we're going to be talking about various topics tonight. You know, first I want to say, you know, uh, the holidays is coming in. You know, we got a lot that's going on. Crazy part about it is, you know how it is when it's the end of the year and all of a sudden, you know, a lot of fires break out, you know, um, a lot of deaths occur. And, you know, um, even when it comes down to tragedy, you know, people with the shooting and the killing and all that kind of stuff, it's like, come on now, it's the holidays. What's, what's the, where the joy at? You know what I'm saying? Like, people get so hostile this time of the year. Like, they get so hostile when it comes down to being in the in the malls, you shopping. Okay. You don't want to be in the mall. You don't like crowds. Why go shopping? You know what I'm saying? I don't get it. You know, people get so angry. You stuff on my toe. You bought me. You did this. You did that. You took the last toy off the shelf. Really? Why? You know, it's supposed to be the time of year. Everybody's supposed to be all joyous and happy and in a good mood or whatever like that. Now, some people don't celebrate the holidays. I, you know what? I can understand. Everybody got their various reasons. However, do we got to be evil all the time? Can't we be happy for something? You know, when it comes down to even when it comes down to the shopping and stuff, you know, sometimes we can kind of get overboard when it comes down to that. We'll go all out for Christmas shopping just to make sure that other people are happy. But at the end of the day, are your lights still on? Mm. I love somebody. <laughs> Is your mortgage or your rent paid? It ain't worth it. So now here goes some of my economical ideas. Let's take it back a little bit. I know back in the day, now I ain't want to drain that old, but you know what I'm saying, just from my experience of, you know, we was little. And I didn't take all of that. You know what I'm saying? We didn't always have money to be doing all this, you know, Christmas shopping and stuff. But the joyous part was the caring and the sharing and just being around each other, family and friends. 
You know, so whether it meant you cooked a holiday dinner or whether it meant that you made a cake or a pie and gave it to somebody um, or shared something, you know, even with something that was in your closet or whatever to someone who didn't have, looking out for the less fortunate people. You know, even stuff when it came down to baking cookies and things like that. I mean, that's an economical way just to show the love and, you know, affection towards somebody. You know, you got a coworker, you know what I mean? You might want to bake a couple cookies or whatever put it in a nice little, you know, Christmas bag or whatever, and give it to them. It, it does not have to be all that deep. Like, we take Christmas and holidays and we take it to a whole nother level. You got, like, 2012 lights up on your uh, on your rooftop because you want everybody to see your house is the glitter, you know, the most shiniest one on the block with all the lights. Come on. At the end of the day, you can't afford your electric bill. Really? What are we doing? You know, is it really about that? Now, you know, I got to go back to the economical gifts, you know. Um, it comes down to stuff, like I said, it's a thought that counts. But some people, they take it to a whole other level. Now, y'all know it's always got to be one person that's going to re-gift a gift. You know, you know who y'all are out there. Come on, your cousin or your uncle Leroy gave you a sweater that don't fit and it's too small, and then you want to turn around and pass it on, you know, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> we all done did that, you know what I'm saying? The funny part is sometimes you mess around and you give it to the person, the same person that gave it to you, because it keep passing around and keep passing it around. <laughs> so you want to be careful of that. Know who you actually gave it to or who gave it to you so that way you don't give it back to them, you know, try to pass on a gift that they already bought you. Come on now, you know. And I can't really call it cheap, you know, because what you don't want, maybe somebody else might want, you know, at the end of the day. So, you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, you guys got to tell me. Is there anything wrong with re-gifting a gift? Why waste it? You know what I'm saying? Um, let's say you get up to that gift and you don't like it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Are you wrong if you take it back and get what you want? I mean, that's just my opinion. You know, I got to be happy. It's my gift. It's my choice. So if I decide that, you know, I want to take it back to Walmart, Kmart, or wherever you bought it at, and I decide to switch it out for something like that, hey, respect the fact that I'm being honest, and at least I'm getting some use out of it. I'm not wasting your money. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, you know, don't forget, you can also call in, and you can always chime in. Now, listen, speaking of holiday dinners, I got to say this much. First of all, be careful of some of the people's houses that you go to. If anybody that invites you over to your house for a dinner ain't always clean. So you might want to scope it out, check it out, see what, you know, see what you're dealing with. Or maybe eat before you get there. You know what I'm saying? Check it out. Spot, you know, tell me you guys, I'll be back and go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? Check and see what it looks like. You know what I mean? It gives you kind of an idea. You know, and anybody can't cook, y'all. I'm just being honest. <laughs> Those are the very ones that always want to invite you over to their house for dinner. I'm trying to tell you. Now, I want to talk about some of the things that goes on at the dinner table. You know how... You got a baby father, and you want to bring the daughter over. And you know how sometimes us ladies, we get like that, y'all. Oh, my daughter ain't coming over without me. It's a package deal. Mm. So you go over there, you bring the child. You know that the father done moved on or got married or whatever like that. Now you're stuck in a situation when you see your ex with somebody else. And his attitude's flaring up and things like that. Come on, y'all. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to kill you to send the kids, you know what I mean, and, and tell somebody to bring the child back when you get done or whatever like that. Why are we going to do that? You know, then you're gritting on the girl that's there. She all look better than me, you know, all that little crazy stuff. Come on, y'all. Why put ourselves in a situation like that? Is it right? To bring the ex along just because there's a baby attached or a child attached, why can't that other person stay home? Why would you want to put yourself in that situation? Hmm. I just don't think that it's right. Personally, I just feel as though, you know, 
I don't have a right to be at my ex. If we got a child together, okay, you take the child for half of the day, and your responsibility will be to bring the child home. But what I'm not going to do is sit in between and watch something like that. But you got a lot of people that do that. It'd be a lot of fights, a lot of arguments and stuff at dinner tables and stuff. You know, you are all uncomfortable and everything. You got somebody gritting on you and everything. Oh, just don't do that. Just don't go. You know? But it always got to be, you know, showdown to showdowns. You know, we live for it. You know? But anyway, you know, now we got the inappropriate behavior. You fussing and cussing. You always get one that got the drink. And when they get the drink and they acting all crazy and they acting the stupid and stoop, you know what I'm saying? They embarrassing the family. You know what I'm saying? Always got to be one. Always got to be one. Control yourself. Stifle. <laughs> That's right. You know, one Dre always got to start her mess, right? Well, listen. Before we do get into our next subject, I'm going to see if my DJ is ready to warm up the airways with a little bit of music, then I'm going to come right back at you with the next subject that we're going to go into. Let's see. DJ, are you ready to close us with something? Before we get into the, the, the track, I, I um, have two callers that, you know, want to speak to you. All right. Well, let's bring them on. Thank you very much. So, caller number one, welcome to Sophisticated Ladies. Who do we have on the line? It's your homegirl, DJ Philip Joy. What's going on? Hey, girly, how are you this evening? I'm good. I'm away. I just, I just popped in to say hey and tell you about this topic you're talking about, some stuff, girl, always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know I got to start my mess. I know. I know. Yes. Yeah. But I gotta ask you a question now. Do you feel as though it's all right to go to see the ex? You know, you got a child with that person or whatever. You know that ex done moved on. You know that ex got a a a wife or a husband or whichever way that goes or whatever. But you want to come on over there with the child anyway. You know. Do you think that that's right, or you think you should just go ahead and send the child over there? Well, I, I do personally think all that stuff should be discussed beforehand. I'm not totally into all the holiday right. stuff, but you do need to make your separate visits as far as weekends and all that kind of stuff. So you got to discuss that stuff far in advance and don't make no waves. You don't have to make no waves, but you got to all know how to get along because it's for the benefit of the child, bottom line. So whatever you do, do it for the child, not because you're trying to showboat and show off and all that kind of stuff before the ex. That's what people try to do, you know, mm-hmm. grandstand and stuff like that. You can't be doing that, you know. And just make it so, totally yeah, yeah. And it really does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, what do, what do you think about the gift that keeps on giving? Let's say you get a gift, you know, you don't like the <laughs> gift or whatever, and you pass it on to somebody else, and let's just say you might have made a mistake and passed it back to the person that actually gave it to you. You ever did that before? No, but when I <laughs> no, but when I was um, <laughs> the days when I was celebrating, I got gifts I still haven't even opened yet because I don't. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's nice that people do stuff for you, but it's like some things you just don't even really need. Like now, the new thing is people give gifts, but they don't really give you what the things that you need. Like sometimes we need other things taken care right. of, and we always sacrificing. The bill, like you said, the bill money, paying time to get all these gifts and stuff. And I mean, it's too much. It is too much at the time it comes. A year, at the end of the year, it's for the it's for the uh, industry, the commercialism industry. It's for the, you know, the people that's trying to make all that money, get them out, get them out the uh, the red, so they can be in the black and have some profit. That's what it's for? We know right. about what this. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But what about taking the gift back? Do you think this wrong? Taking the gift back and getting what you actually want. No, no. Is there wrong with that? No, I think okay. I think you should just go ahead and get people. Get people I, I think you should just go ahead and get them a gift card. Period. Like if you did, unless you got their three choices that they want, you don't know what they want. It's best to get them. I'll go ahead and get them a gift card. Let them go ahead and shopping for themselves. It's that's best. I did my when I was when I was celebrating as my teenager. I did my teenager. I used to tell them, look, you got a hundred dollars to spend. You know, take them shopping, J.C. Penney's or whatever. Macy's. Hey, you got a hundred dollars to spend. Get what you want. That's it. 
and whatever because I couldn't tell That's them anymore. Kids are teenagers. Kids are for teenagers no more. They they like they want my taste is old fashioned. Fine line. I got flowers, lace and pearls. You know, they want all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even get into so <laughs> They was like, I hear you on that us. one. You can't shop for us no more, Mom. I was like, okay. All right. You got it. Shop for yourself. I ain't got a problem it with it. Very I don't good. like shopping anyway. How about that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know too many ladies that don't like to do shopping now. Come on now. No. <laughs> no. Don't like to shop. Wow. No, but it is difficult this time of the year, so I do understand. Yes. <laughs> yes, well, I like to thank you. Yeah, well, I like to thank you so much for calling in. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, some support you wanted, Dre. I really appreciate you. So, I'm gonna let you know I'm here. You know, sorry. I'm oh, out of well, town thank in Orlando, you. Florida. I'm out of town tonight, but I was just calling in to say hey, and I gotta get ready for the more. I gotta oh, enjoy that sun, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Bring that something back here. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for the support, and I appreciate that. Not a problem at all. All right. Love you, sir. All right. Love you, too. Take care. Good to hear from you. All right. <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right. So we have another caller that's on the line, caller number two. Who do we have on the line this evening? Hall of Famer, Andrea Presley. Oh, my goodness. How are you this evening? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. First, first, show, first show since, you know, you, you, you've been inducted to the Hall, International Hall, and uh, we're, still, we're still proud of you over where we are at O&E. And, um, you know, um, you. now I get to do the business. Of course, a uh, shout-out to your DJ uh, self and all the people that are here at One Point. Now, <clears throat> Going to what you were saying about um, the children, you have to have a mm-hmm. – everybody has some type of dysfunctionality in that. You know, I'm a firm believer as a conservative, a firm believer of, of mothers and fathers in the household. But things happen, okay? And right. I'm one of mm-hmm. that those things happen, okay? Went through, went through a divorce, okay. my first wife. But we do. But, but at the time mm-hmm. of my divorce, we we both understood, and our relationship was very you know rocky, whatever. After we split, mm-hmm. we understood that our child was the most important thing, so we turned it into a business. It, you know, parenting is a business. What I mean by that is you got to make sure that the number one person is always got to be, always got to be your um, your child, and that that's what it's all Absolutely. about. So. You know, at the age of 13, okay, we came to him, no, no, my son cannot live with you. Because you know, I already know mm-hmm. that you know, my son will, will, will always play, con, and run over his mother and everything that they do. Mm-hmm. Okay? So he's not conning me on anything. You know what I'm saying? I've been there, done that, and mm-hmm. did, they did it better. So when you, you know, and so there is no, my, the only time, now, well, the good thing about that is we do have a, like, like uh, uh, Philly Joy said, you got learn, to learn to get along. I don't have a problem with my son's mother at all. She knows that I'm a good father. Okay. And, usually, and, and, and my decisions usually are always, as it usually is, no one's perfect, but usually on, you know, mm-hmm. direct and on target. So you have to have that understanding. You know, okay, the weekends, there's no me go. No, especially when my son is, you know, growing up, he's 16. So there, he travels. So, all right, bye-bye. Well, your mom, I don't have to see your mother at all. Unless, unless it's a situation where it involves you and it's serious. Yeah. Then, we must, then we must have a uh-huh. forum to, to discuss that the situation, which i.e. school, i.e. attitude with your mother, and that, you know, because with me it's no talking. So if I got to come over there, I'm not talking mm-hmm. to you. You know, because, like, right. because one thing right. I don't allow is, you know, my son don't disrespect me, but I'd be damned if he disrespect his mother. And anyway, talking back, whatever. Right. That's your mother. You only get one. Mm-hmm. So those things you have you have the right. understanding of. You you get that try uh, that, 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 that that real understanding and, and take it serious. So that way your your children know mm-hmm. that you mean business. You know? Uh, self is a very father. His children know he means business. We come out of education. Education is key. You know, right. it is your sacred franchise. No matter if you get it in the in the book, you know, in the school or out in the streets where you learn, you know, common sense. 
So, or you get it from right. home, which is, really, which is the greatest. A lot of people understand, too, the greatest school is home. If your home is dysfunctional, your kids will right. be dysfunctional. Simple and plain. They're going to take mm-hmm. on the attributes of what you do on a constant basis. That's why you always got to watch yourself when you're when your parenting. No one's perfect, but you should have a better ratio. Right. Your percentage should be in the 80s when it comes down to raising children. So that's just my take on that. Absolutely. Me. And that's just, from, that's just from one father's take on what I do, and that's that. You know, and every day you have to work on it, just like, just like marriage, just like, you know, all mm-hmm. things that, that are, uh, you know, institutions. You know, you got to work on everything that you do, but definitely the greatest institution is motherhood and fatherhood, you know, parenting. That is, you know, because that is, that is your legacy, you know, and yeah, let the yes. kid know that, that, you know, that your name means everything. So, you know, matter matter people agree or not, whatever, you have to make sure that you make sure that you take care of your child, number one. And like I always say on the radio, do you know where your children are right now? All the folks out there listening who are parents, do you know where your kids are right now? It's Sunday night, so, you know, it's exactly. school tomorrow, right? So it should be no hanging out. Mm-hmm. And if they are hanging out, it should be That's with a, 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 a chauffeur, you know, to someone, you know, you know, exactly. me. And that mean, you know, you out, yes. to, you out to, you know, to a party. All right, it's time to come home now. It's 9 o'clock. So, I mean, I'm right. and that's not old mm-hmm. school. That's just the school. That ain't no old school. That's just the school. School ain't changed. You can call it old right. school, whatever you want to call it. The school is still the school. So exactly. Now, mm-hmm. now, you, now, you're talking about, exactly. um, um, you're talking about uh, uh, presents. Well, first of all, you know, mm-hmm. everybody knows I don't celebrate holidays. I say, you know, Kwanzaa, and that's that. Five days, you know, the eight days mm-hmm. of life. Uh, I hope everyone that's, that's African-American can get into that because it's very, very important teaching, t- teaching those attributes. But. If I do get a Kwanzaa gift, because I don't accept anything else, uh, I usually, uh, to when I actually usually keep it, because it's, 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 it was, it's the spirit in which it was given. And I always tell people, no matter what they give me or whatever they do for me, it's the spirit in which it was given. So, you know what I mean? You hear my dogs barking, they're stupid. Uh, they shout out to baby. <laughs> uh, but but, 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 but it, it's the spirit in which it was given. And so once, when, once you do that, um, you know, I, I I just couldn't give it back. I, now, twin, I've heard you say this before. You are yeah. rotten. You have you have given back right. a gift to somebody that gave it to you, and you ain't right. And it's, and, and, and you ain't right. You ain't hey. right, twin. But I love you anyway. <laughs> but you know what? At least I'm not wasting their money. That's the way I feel. You know, I'm like, you know, boo, boo. <laughs> It's the gift that keeps on giving. That's all. Oh, no, there's only one. Let me tell you something. There's only one gift that keeps on giving, and that's love making. And I'm going to leave that alone on that note. But I, <laughs> but I think that's the only gift that keeps on giving. It. But, uh, but uh, you know, like I said, I'm enjoying the show. I'm going to hold the show off too much. But I'm enjoying this show. And like I said, I always enjoy coming on the on point and, uh, and, and, and showing support. And, and, and that's what it's all about. So. Continue. I hope the network continues to do what it does best. That's to be on the air. And, of course, you do what you do. Yeah. Congratulations again, Hall of Famer. We love you. Good night. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate the love and support. And that was Brother O from the ONE um, Network. And just a way of announcement, recently I was inducted to the Internet Hall of Fame. Um, yours truly. So, you know, excited. And um, it, it was a definite honor and privilege as well. So, yes, so I am moving into the rest of our conversation. So, recently I've learned that. Wait, 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 Wanda Dre, Wanda Dre, Wanda Dre, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, okay. I know you didn't have me just cue up music to not have me play it. You know what I'm, I'm sorry, so, I'm so sorry. I got a song for that topic that you just was on. You know what I mean? Okay. I got a song that you might want to hear for, you know, that topic. I mean, that sounds good to me. I'm going to let you know that I'm to see how much of this Christmas, the fire is blazing bright. Oh, we carry to the other night. 
Um, hey, see, I'm, I'm like your ass. You go right. I'm not even. We're not even going to get into all that. I just pay attention <laughs> to the details. And, you know, you look at the, you know, it's just too many signs. That, that was a gimme. But, you know, when you look at they, of course, they didn't go into the heart of North Philly, the heart of West Philly, the heart of South Philly. They went into the, the Italian part of South Philly. They went into the mm-hmm. Liberty the Liberty, uh, whatever they call that place down there now where the casino at, and they done redid Frankfurt, and they got the, the, the punchline. They went into those areas. They went in the center city that now looked like Valley Forge Mall. They, you know, they picked what areas they wanted to go into to name it the city. They ain't going to no hood. You know they didn't. They ain't look at the yeah. murder rate. You know they didn't. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they went into their areas that they wanted to go into, that they regentrifying, and that's how they decided it. And it was only named City of the Year by GQ Magazine. Let's also throw that out there. GQ Magazine yeah, is the same yeah. people who make the Man of the Year, Woman of the Year, that type thing. So, of course, they didn't go deep in the hoods and all of that. You know what I mean? But that's just my opinion. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that because, I mean, if they had really did the research – you know, as much as people say, Philadelphia, I'm really trying to understand how would we be the number one city of the year, you know, where we have one of the highest rates for the murders, you know what I'm saying, um, people getting ran down, you know, with cars and shooting and killing and all that kind of stuff, like, you know, did you take any of that, obviously, into consideration? Have you really visited the city of Philadelphia to see, you know, various parts to make that decision? Like, no, you didn't. Okay, yeah, we got a lot of historical areas. You know, we get, like you said, with the, the Super Bowl thing, okay, cool. You know, we made a little come up off of that. But I don't see where I would agree with us being the city of the Philadelphia, you know, the best city of the year, I, I totally don't agree with that. <laughs> but I appreciate y'all staging it up. It made me feel good. <laughs> but I got to agree with you on that one, so I, I really do think that there was not a lot of research in that one at all, you know. So I'm going to ask a couple people out there as well, you know, what is your intake on that? Do you feel as though the city of Philadelphia was the wise choice as far as the best city? Do you think that it would have been? It should have been another one. What city do you think should have been the best city um, of the year? You know. And so while we are going into waiting for you know those callers to answer that question, you know, I'm going to go into um, let's talk about the game for a minute. Now the game tonight <laughs> to me was amazing. You know, we played the cowgirls. I'm sorry, cowboys. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I I felt like there was a lot of cheating that was going on, you know, with the Cowboys. Uh, I felt like they, you got to cheat to beat, you know, that's where you at. Okay, we're going to leave you there. I just know that there was a couple, you know, flags and calls that was made that was unjustifiable. I'm like, you know, how do you figure that? You know, I've seen two touchdowns that I felt as though should have been touchdowns, and yet we didn't even score. And I'm like, you know, really, why is it always like that when we play the cowgirls? I'm trying to understand, like, why do y'all always feel as though y'all can cheat? So all of y'all out there, if you a cowgirl fan, y'all definitely cheated. Y'all did not deserve to win that. Y'all won that by mistake. Now, the last little, you know, pass off or whatever, yeah, he did sleep on that. I seen that for myself, and I was like, really? I was disappointed in that. But for real, for real, if we had gotten our points and some of them little, you know, flags and fouls and stuff that they wanted to call out, you know, if they had played by the book, we would have won that game at least by 10 more points, you know. So I, I felt some type of way about that. I, I just felt like it was unfair. And every time when y'all play us, y'all always got to find a way of cheating. I Stop it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I, I gotta disagree with you there. I agree it was really? a lot of cheating, but and I'm an Eagle fan, but I'm a realist. I can't, I can't let the excuses, you know, I can't feed into that. Like, I just call it what it is. Our play calling sucks. Our coach sucks. Our defense sucks. Balls. Yeah, you know I mean, like the team mm-hmm. sucks. 
And that's why I said that Super Bowl was a gimme last year because that team, first of all, who wins the Super Bowl and get rid of everybody they won the Super Bowl with? That's dumb. No one does that. Yeah, that didn't make sense. And then secondly, Uh you got the same play calling going on, the same coach pretty much coaching. Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of the same players there. So the reality is that was a gimme. That was about the NFL draft. That was about Jerome Brown's born day. That was about, you know, the the, the city just giving the NFL so much and the NFL gave back. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they they asked to be the host of the Super Bowl last year. They turned us down. Why? Because they already knew they was going to give it to us. That was a gimme. So you look at this team this year, the team sucks. Just like last year, you got a bunch of no-name people. You got washed-up people. You got, I mean, let's, be, let's keep it 100. The team sucks. The offense sucks. The defense sucks. The special team sucks. The play calling sucks. Everything sucks about this team. So how is it that they were so good last year and suck this year? The excuse going to be we got rid of all the players we had last year. Well, who does that? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Dre, yeah, you, gotta, you just got to be realist about it. The team sucks. That was definitely strange. I, I will agree with you on that. And I felt like there was a lot of times we did mess up even in this particular game. Um, but then I think that, that they really played strong towards the end. Like, I got to give it to them. They, they, they tried. They really did. They, they tightened up the defense a lot better towards the middle, towards the end. They really tightened it up. But it's something that really, really needs to get worked on. Like, I think the strategies that they should have been concentrating on was how was they going to block Prescott from, you know, constantly getting the ball. They knew he was the main person that was going to be on that, you know, blocking the ball, catching the ball, you know, defending the ball. Not, you know what I'm saying? They knew not it. Prescott, not Prescott. Uh, they're running back. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, Prescott, the quarterback. I can't think of their running back name, but yeah, he was he was itching on him. He always itch on him. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the, the team sucks. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, but I, I got a song for you that if you want to hear it for, you know, us being city of the year. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, they stopped this. Yeah. 
<laughs> but you know what? I'm liking that. That was the right song to play with that. You know what I'm saying? Because we all want to move this year. I mean, we slowly but surely inching our way in. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it was a good move. I was glad that we did win the Super Bowl, even though, you know, it was like by the skin of our teeth, but we did it. It was some history there. We needed that. Hey, you know, call it the hype up, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, hey, we need that. We got it. So we may as well celebrate with them. You know what I mean? You know, the crazy stuff, hanging on the streets and, you know, tagging the, t- the sign poles. And, you know, people was just tripping. i never forget that. I've never seen the city that well. But you know what? It's so funny because I got somebody on the line that is a diehard Eagles fan, and I knew they got something to say. You know, DJ uh, Chill is on the line, and I know he got something to say about the fact that you, I need somebody in my corner that's going to defend me when it comes down to these Eagles, man. What was your, your intake on this game thing, and why do you think Philly was named the city of the year? Well, first of all, um, and I want to piggyback on the other um, conversation we, that you were talking about earlier also. Um, but uh, for the Phillies, I mean, for the Eagles, you know, <laughs> one thing I'm noticing about this whole situation is they're trying to put us back into this perspective where we was at when we first started, which was the underdog. And it's a great way to make a lot of money. I'm just trying to tell everybody from the get-go. Because you can see we got talent, and you can see that the daggone stupid refs will cheat, absolutely cheat to do whatever it takes to make sure that, you know what I mean, people win. And the crazy thing people don't realize is we don't even have all our starters playing. We got the second string and the third string playing while they got their first string, and we still competing. So I don't care what people say. I don't care where they want to be. I already know that the Eagles is free. And I'm still one of the leaders for them, Jones. That's why I be on WIP. But that's another story. Now, for Philadelphia being on top of being the number of leaders, whatever, you got to look at it as since we did so much stuff here in Philadelphia, and if you actually take time to go downtown and see what Philly look like now, they're growing. I mean, they're evolving, I should say, better. Because if you look at the, if you go to West Philly, stuff is like color-coded. If you look at the townhouses, mm-hmm. one's just yellow, another one's just green. And I'm like, wow, why are they doing that? And it's, it's easier for that. If you have any problems in the future and like a riot or whatever, all you got to do is tell the police helicopters, hey, go to the green area or go to the yellow area. Or if you're flying over the city and you happen to just look down, every city is color coordinated. From what I'm looking at, I'm like, what is going on here? So Philadelphia right now has this thing going on because the politicians, the big gurus out there, they see it's a money-making city. After we did the Pro Bowl here, we had no flaws, gorgeous situation, made so much money, and everybody was like, wow, we want the Pro Bowl to come back. But they wasn't going to let us do that because then that means other cities are going to want to double play back-to-back. But if we would have had that, one to do a Pro Bowl, one to Super Bowl, then have another Pro Bowl over here in Philly, it would have been a situation. But now people are moving over here quickly. They're moving all the people out from the ghetto, whatever they want to call it. They're moving them out and moving to the Northeast. Philadelphia is not only going to be a, the, one of the best main targets, but we got so many beautiful, talented people coming out of there. But the biggest thing that's going to happen with Philly, since we're the city of brotherly love, they're going to make us look like the city of brotherly love because the LGBT is coming out hard, you see, and why not be the city of brotherly love? Everybody here loves me. Come on. It's bull. It's a money-making market. And now my boy just told me just now I I was going to see my son because his birthday was Saturday. I just came back from the funeral down my aunt. I was going to talk about too. Down Maryland, but and you have my deepest sympathy on that as well. Yeah, I was wondering what happened, but I was like, oh, shoot, the certain people caught me. But look, I found out this thing today, literally today. This is exclusive. I'm going to tell it to you like it is. I was right there. I'm going to tell you where I was at on Ogons Avenue. 
my boy was like, yeah, he went down to go help the people out, you know, give, give, you know, give back to the community, help, you know, feed the, feed the homeless. He was down mm-hmm. there on Frankfurt. He said the tent, tent, whatever you call it, the tent, whatever the thing is, he said it mm-hmm. is so crazy drug infected, so crazy bad that you know how you stand in the line to get McDonald's up at the Shotham Mall, that McDonald's when you mm-hmm. stand in that line? There was a line. Mm-hmm. A literally a line. He did not exaggerate. There was a line of people going around the corner just to buy drugs, and the guy was sitting there, sitting there just to hear you. He was just the money, get the money, just getting the people just coming. They were shaking. He said he was so ter- terrified because there's so many needles all over the place that anybody could do anything at any moment and just come and stab you with a needle. He was freaking out, and I'm looking at him like, "Wow, are you serious?" I said, "I know about it because I I don't know about the tent like that, but I know about." John by Frankfurt or catching the bus, you can see the people standing there and they're just shaking, but they won't fall down. You know what I'm saying? That's a good matter of fact. You can shake, but you won't fall down. Look, that's a good one. But look, I'm just saying it's so crazy. But he said there was not one cop out of all that line. You seen everybody coming in the body drugs? Not one cop mm-hmm. was around there. He said they all get paid off. I said that he said um, he was talking to some people and he said you know the cops are going to drugs too. He said, I said, what'd you say? He said, yeah, they, they <laughs> man, these cops be high. Not, not calling all the cops out, because, you know, they probably mm. listening to me. But they be getting dead, man. They be at work, and they getting paid off, but you can get high, too. What the freak? But you, you know, that's the part that kills me, because yet we were named the city of the year. And I'm like, you know, with all the drugs that's in drug areas and crime rated areas and things like that, okay, yes, we might have built and made some, you know, North Philly look great. South Philly is worth a lot more money now. We built bigger buildings, taller buildings, renovated things downtown, had a light show, got a lot of displays. We do a lot of shows, bring a lot of artists to the. And I get all that. But do you definitely agree that we should have been the city of the year? No, but the reason why they're doing that, you got to look at it on a marketed standpoint. They're doing it to attract people who don't know any better, who never been to Philly in a day in their life, who thinking about moving to the Philadelphia. If you got all this, it's like going to buy a new house. If it says this house got a swimming pool and this house got a jacuzzi and this house has a great neighborhood and it got a great school system, you're going to want to get that house. It's just mm. right up front. It's a great marketing plan. So for the people who don't know any better, who have got nobody who lives up there, this is a great way to get you. Tell them that this is the, what? You already won a chip. I like that. And, and it's, it's, I, I see, I think out the box now. And the way I'm about to start mm-hmm. move, I'm about to start moving flawlessly. I'm, I'm going to move like mm-hmm. I'm going to grip people up. If you ain't ready, I'm going to keep it moving because, I can't wait no more because Donald Trump is up to something, and I can't wait for everybody to catch on because they're going to get peed on. I'm trying to tell you, these people, <laughs> they got this hatred going on. This, I've never seen so much hatred in my life. But one thing I noticed yes. just by going down Maryland, and I've just been watching and just peeping things, this really is a spiritual movement in the atmosphere. And I just today was like, Dad, I got to get a grub. And God will supply everything you need. My boy, this boy came out of nowhere and said, yo, man, I want to get this catering joint. I know the boy. He said, yeah, man, I just got to work, man. If anybody wants this, man, y'all can have it. I was like, what you got, man? Do you know he got a big old, big old thing of catering chicken wings? It was about 30 of them in there. I said, man, that's mine. I said, anybody wants them, you can get some, but psh, I'll give it to you myself. You ain't putting your hands in this. I'm just saying, if you just mm-hmm. don't act like you – um. Don't think too hard. Just flow right. and let the atmosphere, because you got to change the atmosphere. You got to renew your mind, change the atmosphere. If you think ugly, you're going to get ugly. If you think love, you're going to get some damn love. But I'm just saying, I'm on a whole new movement. I'm like a power angel right now, like trying to bless everybody while I can, because we got to get this money. And don't think of just getting thousands of dollars. 
they're getting millions of dollars. So then if you don't get the millions of dollars, at least you got thousands of dollars. What you need to really do is get yourself out of debt. Because if you get yourself out of debt, when everything hits the fan and we got martial law, everybody in debt, what I think, and this is just me thinking, everybody in debt, you're going to go by your social security number, they're going to see what you is, they're going to place you right where you need to be. And if you happen to be black, you're going to be placed in another place where you need to be. But this is just a transformation, man, because, like I said, they're going on Kevin Hart, so he might be the next one to look like Bill Cosby because they're really coming at him mm, hard. That happened years ago. I was about to touch ago. that, yes. I'm just we saying. definitely got to touch that. Yeah, now, let's, let's go there for a minute. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's go there for a minute because you brought up a valid a valid point. You know, they messing with Kevin Hart. Now, y'all already know that Kevin Hart was, you know, he's supposed to be the highest paid comedian. You had a lot of people that was hating on him. Can't wing him for one, that's for sure. You know what I mean? This brother was, like, really doing it. He's making it. Now, you choose him to be, you know, do the Oscars, I think it was, and he was all happy, you know, announced it and all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, you want to rewind the tapes and go back to some of his old movies and pull out something that he did about two, three years ago and then want to use that against them. Do you think that that's fair? Like, why hype the brother up and then bring him down at the same time? I think he did the wise decision when he turned around and said, hey, you know what, I'll step down. You know what I mean? Because y'all not going to bring this this light on me. Y'all not going to throw no shade on me, and I'll be the highlight of the show. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being the person that's supposed to be introducing, and, you know, I'll be being looked at in a different way. What's your well, take on that? And then I'm going to go to self, um, and then we're going to wrap up the last conversation as well. You know, I got, and I got a song for you, too. Oh, God, do mm-hmm. I got a song. But um, it, 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 it's funny because it, he, he's not doing nothing wrong. Like, if you have your own house and you have your kids, you want them to grow up how you want them to grow, if you really want to go to a wedding that you got to pay for, <laughs> Uh, wait a minute. Did I just say that? I'm just saying. Because usually, <laughs> when you're getting married, don't, 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 the father got to pay for the, um, mm, mm, for the, um, daughter. So if you're, right. you're, you know, if your son actually wants to be a daughter all of a sudden, you got to pay for the wedding. Now, all of that in mind, Kevin just saying, like, look, I don't want, you know, I want my kids, you know, because then for the rest of my life, my family is going to be shook. Then I'm going to think about what happens in my next family union because if they're both boys, and I'm not, I'm not coming at because I don't judge nobody, but I just know I was brought up on the Bible the old-fashioned way, and I will not change my way because that's the way I want to stay until then, fall back. But I'm just saying, what I look at, it's a serious situation because, like I told everybody before, this is only a beginning of a new detail uh, craziness coming into our atmosphere. People right now like each other. Soon they're going to like the animals. But what Kevin is doing, he just said something. And then he had to take it back forcibly because of the fact that the, the, uh, the commentators and the, the people that buy his music or his comedy or whatever he's doing or go to the movies, is they can... They can make him be up, or they can make him be down. Just like President Obama. He had to sit up and do what he did so he could get all the votes. Maybe he don't really officially like what he did, but he got in. So he's, just, he's catching the bad end of the stick because all his people that he might have working for him or come at him sideways, like, yo, man. But he's like, dude, I said this years ago, and I was doing those. And this is comedy? That's just like Alan Iverson saying, what, practice? Well, this is practice, right, you know what I'm right. So, and they come yes. in because what they're trying to do is the new way of what Donald Trump is doing. If you keep it, mm-hmm. I told everybody a long time ago, Donald Trump is using everybody like puppets. He's controlling everybody the way he wants to because he could do something, then all of a sudden he could buy his way out. So if you got the power mm-hmm. and if you got the people, anything can get done with mar- a large margin of people, people. So you can be one way, you could be one Uh way, but then all of a sudden, imagine this. Everybody start wearing the polka dots all of a sudden again. You got the whole world wearing polka dots. 
But you're going to look right, like you right. came up there with stripes. Everybody look at you like you a nut. So what it comes to mm-hmm. is the control factor. If you don't do what they say or what people say or whoever the next person is coming in in the, this universe say, you might as well don't come out to play. Don't come out here and try to make money mm-hmm. in my world because now your world is their world. And if you ain't part of their world, you got to go. That's a good way of putting it. Well, listen, not to cut you off because I got to move on to this last little topic, and I'm going to bring um, Mr. Controversy one himself um, for this last part. But I do want to thank you so much for your comment um, on that, you know, and especially with the Eagles, you know, we got to stick together on that, you know what I mean? And, you yeah. know, you even asked to uh, answer the question with the Kevin Hart situation. I'm glad that, you know, I got an input on that as well. So I want to and- thank you for that. And, and, and no um, problem with that. And I got that song for you when you're ready for that. You talk to show. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. All right. So, you know, the last subject that I did want to go into, uh, we know that our uh, former president, President H.W. Bush, um, had passed away. And um, it's a really sad thing because of the fact that, you know, this man, the son, lost his mom and dad in the course of eight months, man. That's, like, really hard. You know what I'm saying? I can imagine how he felt. You know, the emotions was really high and and things like that. But one of the things that everybody was concentrating on was how was they going to handle the situation with Bush, I mean, um, with President Trump. Was he really going to show his behind? You know, he's supposed to be there, but was, you know, he going to really get an invitation? Was he going to say something smart or get out the way or whatever? I was kind of proud of the way he conducted himself. I mean, we already know that he can be a, you know, piece of work. However, he conducted himself and put his differences aside, and he did what he had to do. He supported, showed some love and respect, and, and that was cool. But the shade that was going on behind the scenes, Oh, my goodness. I don't know what was going on with Hillary, and I don't know what was going on with um, Michelle, but it was like they didn't make eye contact. She was, like, making making sure she stayed straight ahead. It was like, I don't know whether they had words or they wasn't, I don't know. I don't know what was going on, but it was, like, some shade that was going on. And you could kind of tell that between that, the friction with Trump being there, because, you know, Trump been saying some things about, you know, the Obamas and everything for years, you know what I mean, just terrible them down, but she was just trying to be the better person. She was classy with it, but the look just told it all. You know what I'm saying? Um, It was amazing, you know, seeing how, you know, they took us through the whole travel with everything, um, you know, bury him with the wife and, you know, the child that they had lost and everything and how they had to train. Very different, very unique. I'm going to bring on Mr. Controversy and, you know, let me get his intake on this. So, Mr. Um, Controversy, <laughs> I have to ask you, what's your intake on some of the things that was going on? Like, did you expect the president to to react the way he reacted, or did you expect him to really act up? Were you proud about him, you know, being on his best behavior? I don't care. <laughs> I don't give it that much thought or concentration. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about Bush's funeral. I didn't care who attended. I just didn't care. I don't. I don't care. You know what I mean, I expect Trump to be who Trump is, and Trump looked like he didn't want to be there, and I wouldn't have wanted to be there. So I, I don't care. But what I do find funny, I don't know if you looked at the post that I, I, I showed you. I mean, I put up for you, but it has Trump sitting there in like a high chair around him with the ABC blocks on it. That was the funniest <laughs> meme that I've seen through that whole freaking That's funeral funny. ordeal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then I put a post on there that I've seen on your, your poster or your flyer that says something like George Bush said to some lady that America would chase them, chase them and lynch them if they knew what they did to America. You know, the people would chase them and lynch them if they knew what the Bushes did to America which we already know. You know what I mean? We should know anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I don't give a shit. I don't care about <laughs> 
the other Bush, Absolutely. the third Bush. I don't care about Trump. No, no, I don't give a damn. Barack, no, no, I just don't care. I didn't give it that much thought to, to you know, to even give a, a care in the world about it. Wow, wow. And, and, I mean, it was a lot that was going on because, you know, it was history and to be a part of that and watching all the presidents come together and reunite it, even though some of them didn't even like each other. It's amazing to see that, you know what I'm saying? And But you could definitely see there was a lot of emotions up in the air, you know what I mean, that certain people didn't like each other and they just tried to, you know, the cameras is like all on you, so it's like you can't even hide it, you know what I'm saying? So well, I, could, I, I, just, I could tell you this, Barack better check Bush because Bush keeps giving Michelle candy, you know what I mean? <laughs> he, he better check Bush because Bush keeps giving Michelle candy. Yeah, you know I mean, he's right. putting a little candy on the side. He's trying to build Cosby, Michelle. You know what I'm saying? So, I've seen it. Nobody's talking about that, though. You know what I mean? I was trying to figure what was that all about. Well, it, it had Cause it ain't like she walked up to him and asked him for it. Nah, it's something. I forget the story, but it's some other event with presidents or something. He asked for a peppermint or a halls or something, and he gave her one. So now okay. he's trying to see, I guess he's going to slide in some candy. Like, he's trying to slide in the rock that pay attention, dog. Like, you know they want our women already. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, hey, look, I don't know. Well, let me get your intake on this one. You know, when it came down to Clinton, now I know we skipping, you know, the subject, but I just had to go there because you had said something about candy and stuff like that. Oh, when it came down to Clinton, Monica uh, Kowinski, she's coming back out talking about, you know, 20 years ago she was here and now she's there and she done made a book about it. What's your intake on this? Like, she done just put herself all out there and now she wants to, like, supposed to act like everything is clean. Like, you know, I'm the goody tissue that was 20 years ago. Please forget about that. <laughs> Why um, do you think that she... What's up with that? Um, <laughs> I guess she's looking for another Nagislav. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> they, I don't care about these people. I don't care what they do. I don't care about their lives. I don't follow them. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Like they can die today or tomorrow, and it would do me nothing. Like I wouldn't care. I'm not patriotic, so I'm not a. Oh my God, Bush. Oh my God. No, I don't care. And the fact that she's trying to write a book now, she's trying to make right. money. That's what they're all doing. Like, how many years ago was that? You know what I mean? And we're still right. talking about it? Stop. And it's like, really, Stop. let it go. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. The things we do for attention, man, it's it's unreal. It's ridiculous. I'm loving it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, you know what? We're going to have you to come on in with another little song, and then we're going to, you know, come in and sign off the air. So, DJ, what you got for us tonight? Come on well, in. I know, uh, you, I know you, excuse me. Oh, I thought you wanted me. I know you um, not really into the rap thing, but mm-hmm. I have a song that I need to play for that topic that you just was talking. And, you know, we know Ice Cube for his movies and TV shows and stuff like that. But he came out with a new song just for Trump. Because I don't know if you heard, but they're talking about now maybe possibly, you know, giving him federal charges now because of his lawyer, you know, testifying and all the stuff that his lawyer then said and Robert and Mueller and found in his investigation. So he's facing either jail or impeachment or both. You know what I mean? I don't think it's going to happen, but this is what they talk about. But I'm going to play a little bit of this, you know, by Ice Cube, Arrest the President. Okay. When I drop the mic, it hit the floor like coal. You can't pick it up no more. You don't even try. Y'all know what it is. 
Y'all know what it was. Y'all know what the me. Get start for the shit start. Boy, get dark. Boy, they hit you with the pitchfork. Better crip walk, crip walk. Real talk. Smoke, push, can't push, get the kill off. Niggas still boozing with the wheels off. Always looking out for the crisp cross. I'm a bigger boss than Rick Ross. Always winning. Niggas get lost. It's the warlord. Bring the boom through. When I fell through, it's crazy like Bellevue. What they tell you? Leave that boy alone. Like I'm alone. Fuck a skull and bone. Arrest the president. You got the evidence. That nigga is Russian intelligence. When it rains, it pours. Did you know the new white was orange? Boy, you're showing your horns. They try to replace my halo with horns. You so basic with your big sticks. Let's go with shit in the matrix. Arrest the president. Arrest the president. Arrest the president. You got the evidence. Arrest the president. Arrest the president. Arrest the president. You got the evidence. I took my eyes and all black tonight. That's why right. some niggas got a sacrifice. Not a criminal. No, I'm a seminal. I was free once. Now I'm clinical. Yeah, <laughs> I like to throw that. that out there. What's the president? You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, that was sweet. That was sweet. I like that. That's how I right into what we were talking about. I'm loving that. Got this hip hop flavor going on, but you know what? We're going, we're going to ease it on down. Listen, I'm just going to let y'all know that I really appreciate everybody tuning in to Sophisticated Ladies this evening and having that conversation with Wonder Dre. I'd like to thank you for all the listeners and all the people who had chimed in and had things to say. So stay tuned for another episode of Sophisticated Ladies coming your way in two weeks at 9 o'clock, so you don't want to miss it. So until the next time, you guys, you know, there's nothing but love for you guys, peace and love. I got to ask a question before I do get off the line. Before I sign off, I got to ask a question. You on point? Yeah, I'm on point. Peace.